HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Worldwide Soba. Are you interested in making your own Japanese noodles or buying premium handmade soba, udon, or ramen noodles? Learn more at worldwide-soba.com. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network. We are a member-supported, nonprofit food radio station. That means that every single thing we do, from broadcasting 35 weekly shows for free to bringing you exclusive content from sold-out food events across the country to offering scholarships to high school students, is only possible thanks to the support of our loyal members. And we want you to join the club. Become a member during our 2017 Summer Drive to get access to sweet swag and pledge your support to the world's only food radio station. Visit heritageradionetwork.org slash donate to become a member now. Japanese. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, a food writer and director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deep understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from our studio at Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every deli and supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi wa menizakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still a mystery for many people, and I try to demystify it in this program with my cool guests. And my guest today is Kai Bucklin, who is the owner and executive chef at Vigans' shop Beyond Sushi, which has four locations in Manhattan. Kai has, was also a contestant in TV show uh, Hell's Kitchen. And sushi has become a part of the American diet, and Guy created a unique concept based on traditional Japanese sushi and expanded the category. Uh, we'll discuss what it is, what inspired him to create Beyond Sushi, his thoughts on vegetarianism, and much, much more. But quickly, before we start, Japanese is available on Heritage Radio Network website, as well as on iTunes and Stitcher as podcast. Please go to iTunes and Stitcher and subscribe to Japanese, and please write a review on iTunes and Stitcher. We'll really appreciate your feedback. Also, if you have ideas about topics of the show or show guests, please let us know. You can email us at japanese at heritageradionetwork.org or kikokatema.com. And finally, uh, if you are a professional chef and interested in going to Japan, you may want to hear this. 
And then I, uh, went, as soon as I finished, I moved here two weeks after. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was just going to come and save some money and go have a big uh, trip in Southeast Asia or in South mm-hmm. America like every other uh, Israeli guy that comes out of the army. But I, uh, I ended up staying. So mm. that's what happened. I ended <laughs> up staying. I ended up uh, getting into the cooking business, getting into, uh, into the restaurant with my dad and mm. uh, with the catering. Yeah. Wow. What was the year that you came? It's 2005, so uh, 12 years ago. Wow. Okay. In April 2005, I got here. Mm. And, um, and I think no, 2007, I started with uh, culinary. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, well, it's interesting that you know, it's a classic New Yorker story. Yeah. Right, not expected. <laughs> yeah. Right, but uh, how did you train uh, to become a chef? So I, I started in college over here after the Army. I went, I wanted to, uh, I mean, the whole family really pushed me to do you know, college and go and get my education and everything else. But I came out of the Army, I couldn't sit down, really. <laughs> I, went, I went into class and I was like... I didn't know what to do with myself. Mm. Uh, so I told my dad that I don't want to I don't want to continue, but I really have this passion for cooking that maybe uh one day I'll go and go to culinary school. He said, "Oh, let me send you to culinary school because he knew that I'll come out and be his chef." So <laughs> <laughs> so I went to culinary school for 7 months, a mm. very short program uh at ICE Institute of Culinary Education mm. in 2007 as soon as I came out like I said, he fired his chef and he said, okay, you're the chef. Mm. <laughs> and that's it. That's yeah. what happens. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, well, by the way, the Beyond Sushi is a vegan food, right? Yes. So are you a vegan by yourself? I am. Mm. I am. I wasn't before I before I started the concept, though. Okay. Yeah, it's something that not everybody knows, but huh. I, I was not. And I, had, I was very ignorant about this uh, whole uh, movement, about this, uh, mm. the whole concept. Vegetarian or veganism. Hmm. It started in the catering company, I can tell you about right. it. Too. Okay, so, um, yeah, so where did you work after you graduated from my Institute of Culinary Education? So I went back to work for my dad, and it probably took two weeks, like I said, and then he took his executive chef and told him bye bye, and he said, <laughs> okay, you're the executive chef. I was 23. Hmm. I was very young, and I, had, I didn't know anything. Hmm. I mean, I knew from what I learned in school, but I had no. Uh, I had no experience in a real kitchen. I've never worked under any other chef. So mm. I went to school and then I was the chef, <laughs> which, is, which is bad and good at the same time in my vision. Mm. Uh, it was bad because I, I didn't necessarily knew what I was doing. I was, I was a good leader because I, uh, I was commanding in the army. I, mm. I had about 80-something soldiers under me in the army. Uh, at 21 so that that part wasn't a problem like uh, running the kitchen mm. uh, the food and, uh, and everything <laughs> else came along from trial and error and I think that in a way it was it was good but it was, it was bad but it was good because uh, and this is why Beyond Sushi even came to life I don't think that if I ever worked under another chef mm. Beyond Sushi would come to life uh, it's because I had no restrictions so I was restricted only to my imagination, basically. Mm. So I did things that are against so many rules in, <laughs> like in, in culinary. I mixed so many things. Even even Gordon Ramsay, when I went to Hell's Kitchen, mm. I gave him a fish with a chocolate sauce. Oh. I, I, and, and he threw it at me. Mm. I mean, it was, I did so many things like, that I, I could have done because nobody said, okay, this is your box and this is where you are. I, I could have done anything I wanted, mm. basically. 
So, um, so I tried, and sometimes it, I mean, most times it, it went good because we grew the business within, mm. within, uh, but a lot of times it did. A lot of times it was disasters, and I overworked in the kitchen and hours and hours, but mostly I did. I did studying by myself. So I mm. sat down and I learned and I read and I read and I tried and again and again. And I think that in a way, uh, it's a good way. Mm. Do I miss that part that uh, working with another chef and getting inspired and learning things? It's something that I didn't have in my in my career, but it's working fine. Mm. You know, right. just well, got to stay creative. Well, it sounds like you have a very independent mindset anyway, so yes. that's like white <laughs> framework. Yes. Right. So, and I'm curious, though, that your father actually yes. is, um, what's the restaurant of the, your father's? So it was called Village Crown. Uh-huh. It was on uh, 3rd Avenue between 12 and 13th Street. Mm. Uh, and um, he had another one right next to it. And then uh, he had one on 75th and 1st Avenue. He had a cafe on 17th Street. Mm-hmm. And, um, and what was it? 17 between 5th and 6th. Mm-hmm. And then two more on the Upper West Side yeah. when I was very little. But, and, um, and, and after all of that, he uh, condensed everything to a catering company. Mm-hmm. So we stopped with the restaurants and he did everything from the catering. Mm-hmm. And uh, that happened in 2006, when uh, a year after I came here. And that's mm-hmm. when I really started getting into the into the mm. into the cooking okay so um i worked at the catering mm. and in the catering world i mean there is no cuisine you know you're mm. not doing one thing right so you're doing everything so today come a person that wants italian tomorrow comes a person that wants a uh, french style or mm. ethiopian or or israeli or greek or whatever it is so i had to teach myself to cook everything you know mm. basically right so that's amazing that you really had to expand your yeah. kind of uh, repertoire it, it was but you know at the same time i had like five thousand items on my menus and it was insane <laughs> I, I i you know i couldn't keep up with myself anymore so mm. i i think that condensing and doing one thing is uh is also uh very important to be perfect at it mm-hmm. and it's something i learned Right. So the, with that kind of uh, extensive experience, how yes. do you come up with uh, the concept of Beyond Sushi? So Beyond Sushi uh, came up when we did our sushi station. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a sushi station that we had in, in the events, and uh, we had to uh, give an answer to um, a restriction because it was kosher. Everything that I'm talking about, my dad's, was kosher. So there was a restriction for some people in the Jewish culture where they cannot eat meat mm. and eat or eat fish and then eat meat right away. Uh, so we, we put up uh, a vegetarian option and we wanted to make it interesting and not just like uh, you know, cucumber rolls or avocado rolls. Mm. And, and so we came up with the black rice and started playing with that. And I saw the reaction from people and uh, I said, OK, we're on to something. Let's start developing it. At one point, my wife joined me in the in the catering company. Uh, my wife to be, so she we weren't married yet, but mm-hmm. she she uh, came to work for the company. Right. And uh, she said, "Oh, this is really cool, and we should try it out." And she reached out to the vegetarian food festival mm-hmm. and asked me to put a station over there. And we saw the reaction over there, and, and uh, 
And I decided, okay, we're on to something. Let's do something fun with it. Mm -hmm. And I developed the flavors, developed uh, another kind of rice, uh, mm -hmm. developed a menu to uh, expand besides the sushi, the rice paper wraps and salads. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, tried it again the year after. And then at one point said, okay, this is it. Mm -hmm. We should go ahead with it and, uh, and open. And I basically, I, I did it very untraditional. I put all of, I had no investors, no, nobody. Mm. So I loaned the money and I put everything by myself up mm. uh, for my first location. And I that was on uh, 14th Street. Yeah, and I probably had like $1,000 left when I opened it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not joking. Wow. And I worked from 3 o'clock in the morning till... 11 o'clock at night every day for mm. I don't know how long so that was a gut feeling that the yeah. vegetarian the reaction for yes. yeah, it was veg a, vegetable it was a suicide you know mission it was a bet you know you take a bet and mm -hmm. in life you have to risk I really believe it's it's not really a bet because I really believed in myself I really mm -hmm. believed in what I do I really believe that no matter what mm. I'll pull through and make it make it good and that's what I did I mean I started with three two employees and me mm. and I was the cook the dishwasher The, the waiter if necessary the bookkeeper the everything mm. so uh, and then we went from there right well it's amazing you have four locations and you're getting ready for another one right now yes so. they're the fifth location right. next so, week wow good luck yes <laughs> well thank you for coming today thank you <laughs> um, so the um, the concept of Beyond Sushi so for listeners who've never been there yes. what, what's the essence of uh, Beyond Sushi so Beyond Sushi started as, and my vision for it was, uh, was strictly for the health mm. part of things. It wasn't vegan. And that's another, it wasn't vegan when I opened. It was oh, vegetarian. Okay. We had egg products. Mm. And that's what I said. I was very ignorant about this whole, this whole world mm. that I, that became me now, you know. Right. Uh, and it was vegetarian for two weeks. Okay. It became <laughs> vegan uh, really quick. Uh, mm. My customers uh, basically demanded it. They would be vegan, so mm -hmm. I made it vegan. I just uh, altered uh, the recipes. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was all, all about uh, a healthy, light option that did not exist. Okay. Uh, that did not have the, uh, the fish in it or uh, any animal products, heavy animal products mm -hmm. into it. Uh, <clears throat> and then it evolved. I mean, like everything else in In, in this world I think that mm. just with time it evolves it evolves I evolve all the time my mm. palate changes I, I create better uh, more interesting mm. things as we go right so the, let me just go back to the, even the reaction at the food yeah. show yes. so people are really into vegetable taste or they want it to be healthy so so first of all I think that vegan a vegan concept is uh, a, a, the vegan concept in general they, they, it's driven uh, for vegan people and mm. for, for, for belief that is so deep besides just, uh, just the food mm. but it's, it, it's a way of life okay? mm. so that's where it stems from but then it's so people see it as a limitation uh, mm. but I see it as a, an opportunity to be creative Okay, so if you get creative with it, and it's flavorful, and it's tasty, mm. and it looks beautiful, right. and uh, it, it delivers everything that any other food that you're accustomed to mm. uh, would deliver, then there is no nothing to hide from. It, right. it's, it's great, and that's mm. why. Just so you know, we have over. 60% of our customers are not vegan or vegetarian. Mm, 
which is, you know, a good number. That makes sense. Like, lately, you know, you started to see more um, vegetarian restaurants, like, yeah. for instance, John George's ABCV. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's more for celebrating the flavor of vegetables, like yes. seasonal vegetables. And, you know, the Japanese food, we don't divide vegetarian or not because we kind of everyday vegetarian and yeah. then throw in some Sometimes. protein and yeah. fish. So um, I think that the way people call vegetarian is more kind of commercial yeah. term. Uh, I, look, back in the old days, uh, you wouldn't eat protein or meat every day mm. and even if you did it wasn't it wasn't the meat that we eat today it wasn't processed mm. as much as it is today I, a, a protein or, a, or an animal product me, a meal would be once a week once every two weeks today mm. it's three times a day i mean it, it they say and this is according to uh, a lot of uh, research that I, uh, I've read and I've watched mm. that it's worse for you to eat meat than anything else I mean in terms of health it clogs your arteries and uh, and the fattiness that comes from it so the trend is that way and mm. it's growing and a lot to do with the health mm. uh, and um, and I'm not just riding the trend I, I really believe in it. Mm. I, uh, I, I really believe in what I do. And in terms of uh, being a chef, it just gives me an opportunity to be creative. That's all. I always worked with restrictions. Kosher world is full of restrictions. You mm. cannot do a million things. So for me, this was, was a comfortable place. You know, it wasn't mm. a hard place. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like you, you said, vegetarian is a lifestyle yes. for some people. I think it's becoming more for many people. Yes. Right. And, uh, yeah, the way you look at uh, Beyond Sushi, it's, I really thought it was Beyond Sushi. Yeah. Because it's not just Beyond traditional sushi, yep. but Beyond how you perceive food. Yes. Not just what you eat, what you choose to eat. It's that, not that, was, that was the name. We, we uh, put a lot of thought into that, but today, sometimes because of the sushi part of it, we have a lot of people that come in and think that it's it's traditional sushi mm. uh, but yeah I mean it's all about it's all about uh, celebrating the vegetables and celebrating the and creating from that something that it's just an exact uh, you can get the same amount of fulfillment enjoyment mm. uh, from the food that you would with any other food right. it doesn't matter uh, you just gotta put the right parts together mm. right and uh, so what kind of mission do you have at uh, Beyond Sushi? So we try to... Um, first of all, the, the most important thing for me and for the company is our food. Okay? Mm. So uh, we try to serve almost perfect food because uh, you never can never be perfect, but mm. almost perfect food. At a, at a very accessible price, mm. and that that was key for me uh, from the from the get go. I didn't wanna because a lot of vegan concept or a lot of vegetarian mm. uh, because it's vegan and because it, they make it so expensive mm. uh, that it's not accessible. The only reason that I have 
so many customers that are not vegetarian, it's because it's accessible. They can come to my store, they can go to the one right next to them, and they can still eat at the same price range. Mm. I mean, they're not, they're not breaking their bank just to go and, and eat a vegetarian sushi because they wouldn't come in. Mm. And then it will be only restricted to that community. Right. So what we're trying to do is serve perfect food mm-hmm. at, a, at, a, at a very accessible cost mm-hmm. and a very positive attitude. Right. That makes that makes <laughs> that makes you not just happy to come in mm-hmm. uh, and eat the the food, but you know right. it makes you feel good after. What do we need to perfect? I mean, flavor and the nutrition and. So for me, perfection is is balance. Mm. Okay, so if you go and look at it, each plate that we we put out, is a, there is a balance of of color. So mm. there got to be contrast in the plate. The flavor has got to be balanced. So if you like, my bestseller is the spicy mango, for instance. Mm. So it has mango, but it has, which gives you that little bit of sweetness. But it has that spice that kicks back and makes makes everything balanced. Mm. Uh, and for me, when everything. <clears throat> is balanced and there is a harmony between the flavors then 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 it works mm, right and also i would add that you know the talking about vegetarian yes concept and then it's just like uh, we are at the crossroads of health and flavor and ecological yes. concerns and yes. everything happened to be really good yes. at vegetarian yes orientation so yes i mean it, it combines everything i think that that uh all those uh, all those elements. Uh, once you produce vegetarian, first of all, uh, you're helping the the planet. You you're you're eating healthier. Mm. Uh, but again, there's got to be balance, and, and food's got to be flavorful, and still got to be mm-hmm. got to be good. Right. Well, the I'm curious that you know the uh, you chose sushi as a foundation of your menu, right? Yes. And then it could be sandwich or yeah. wrap or anything yes. else so why did you choose sushi I, I like I said uh, I like that balance but for me food or in general it's got to be I, I was a drill sergeant at one point in, in the <laughs> army so it's got to be consistent okay mm. if you if I serve it today if I want my customer to come tomorrow I gotta give him the same the same package. I gotta mm. give him the same delivery. There's nothing in the food world that's more consistent than sushi. Okay? Mm. Well, I mean, you can think about it and bring all. Sandwich can be you take a bite, the bigger bite, this bite from here, less sauce, more sauce. Mm. My sushi roll is always the same. I mean, it sounds boring, but it it, it sounds boring, but it, it, we don't even know it. But it it draws you back because you mm. and hence. Over fifty percent of returning customers in, mm. in the restaurants. Okay. So and that's the base of that's the base of our, our mm. customers, and and that's that's why I was trying to achieve. So the sushi is, is a vessel for me. Right. It's well, a that's vessel the, I carry the flavors. Well, essence of sushi because sushi chefs, do you, they actually they don't basically don't want you to put extra soy sauce yes. or because it's a package. Yes. It's a perfect package. Yes. So. It's got to be perfect. It's got to be carry all the stuff that you want in it. Mm. Okay, and uh, well, I was looking at the menu yeah. at the Beyond Sushi. It's crazy elaborate and unique. Yeah. Like, for instance, uh, the rice paper wrap called spi- Spicy Shroom yeah. is made of baby green, soba noodles, spicy bean sauce, noki mushroom, shiitake, pork bella, pickled ginger, 
cashews and served with shiitake choho sauce. Yes. And the other example is chickpea. It's not chickpea, but chickpea, yeah. which is cute, <laughs>、uh, which is made of black rice, roasted、uh, eggplant, artichoke, English cucumber topped with saffron, chickpeas puree, and parsley served with tahini sauce. It's like,、yeah. It was like、and、restaurant dish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. How do you? So there's, a lot of, there's a lot of flavor going on. Right. And do you approach food as like a restaurant dish or? So I approach it as,、uh, in my mind, I, I, I'm going to let you on a secret. I, when I build these things, I, 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 I just imagine them in my head. I don't even build them before. I, I don't try them and then try and then try.、Mm. I build them in my head. The flavors are very. I, th- I have memories of flavors in my head where I c- can say, okay, this and this and this and this、mm. will layer up really nice. Of course, I tried before I put it on the menu, <laughs> but,、uh, but in my head, it's, it's, it's all those flavors come together、mm. and create a, create a, a harmony. You know?、mm. And I, a lot of times it stems from different, like if you look at my life, Fiesta it has a, all the flavors are、uh, somewhat Latin. Okay, and they come together really well, and they always will, and they always did.、Mm. You just put it into,、uh, into that little package that is perfect. And chickpea is very Mediterranean, and everything that I,、mm. uh, and that's the only thing that I have Mediterranean over there that I grew up on. Right. You know? Yeah, it has everything I expect in Mediterranean、yeah. delicious. That's the, the pa- package, perfect package. Thank you. Right. Okay, so、uh, we'll take a quick break here, and when we come back,、uh, we'll discuss、uh, Guys Begin's、uh, concept was more deeply. So please stay with us. This episode is brought to you by Worldwide Soba. Are you interested in making your own Japanese noodles or buying premium handmade Japanese noodles, including soba, udon, and ramen? Worldwide Soba is a Japanese restaurant consulting company specializing in Japanese noodles. Its services include teaching noodle and soup making, recipe development, staff training, and increasing restaurant and management efficiency. Worldwide Soba has provided consulting services to the Patina Restaurant Group, Samurai Papa, Brooklyn Ball Factory, and over 40 other restaurants. The next time you slurp a bowl of ramen, udon, or soba in New York, you may be enjoying noodles made by Worldwide Soba. They make them fresh each day and send them out to restaurants across the city. The founder and CEO of Worldwide Soba, Shuichi Kotani, also teaches classes to chefs as well as to the public, which are perfect for parties or corporate events. One of his most popular classes, Soba Making, is held every Sunday afternoon and a tasting is always included. Learn more about Worldwide Soba at worldwide-soba.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Japan Needs, broadcasting live from a studio in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm your host, your host Akiko Kadema, and my guest today is Guy Bagnin, who is the owner and executive chef at Beyond Sushi, which has four locations in Manhattan.、Um, before we start, though,、um, as you may know, this show is only possible thanks to a member of donations. We would literally not be able to reach you every week without the generosity of our members around the world. So,、uh, becoming a member is very easy. 
and、uh, you can sign up for one time donation or become a monthly sub- subscribing、uh, member by visiting heritageradionetwork.org slash donate right now. And so let's keep、uh, Food Radio、um, on the air this summer. And thank you so much. So、uh, let's go back to the conversation. So we've been talking about、uh, your creative menu, but、um, other things I noticed is that your menu is、uh, super nourishing. So, do you have a certain nutritional standard for recipe development?、Um, I've never, you know, this question always came up.、Mm. When I first started、uh, the menu or thinking about the menu, it always it came from a, from a place where we're looking for the most nutritional、mm. uh, uh, ingredients that we can use,、mm. uh, aligning with our.、Uh, With our,、uh, with our mission of being vegan and、uh, aligning with,、uh, with the recipes and making sure that everything is flavorful.、Mm. Uh, if you start with great ingredients and you start with good ingredients that have a lot of nutrition and then build out from there,、mm. uh, then you should be fine and always will be.、Uh, I don't calculate every calorie that goes in there,、mm-hmm. I don't calculate every piece of nutrition that goes in there. It's still, you gotta be creative. It's, it's food.、Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's still got to be a balance. A lot of people are afraid of fat and、mm-hmm. afraid of, uh, of uh, sweeteners.、Mm-hmm. Depends what you use. I mean, it depends what, what, what fat you use, what, what, what sweeteners you use.、Uh, fat is not a bad word. It's just that it's got to be a balance. If you overdo things,、mm. uh, sometimes they taste great,、right. <laughs> but they're not very good for you.、Mm. But if there is a balance, and, and like we talked before,、uh, perfection is, is balancing、mm. uh, for me. Uh, so if there is a balance, it's okay. And there is, there is fat. There is, but、mm-hmm. it comes from the avocado, it comes from some of our sauces.、Right. Uh, uh, the oils I use are very important as well.、Mm-hmm. Uh, But I don't, I don't calculate every calorie.、Mm. You know? Well, I, I ask a question because I'm kind of into that kind of you know,、uh, functional food. Like,、yes. I, I really am into kind of a high fat,、yeah. you know, low carb diet for good energy. Yes. And、uh, like tahini with、yeah. sesame oil,、yeah. it's amazing for your health. It's very, it's very, I mean, as long, again, if the products are good, if you're using good products, I don't use,、uh, you can get very, uh, very uh, processed products and for a cheaper price.、Mm. Uh, If you use good products, the vegetables got to be、uh, the best that you can get your hands on. And again, we're keeping it accessible. I cannot, you know, if I certify that everything is organic,、mm-hmm. then the rolls will double up on price.、Right. And that's, that's it's a shame because、mm-hmm. I wish that I can do that, but that's what it is. But if I double up, if I ask somebody to pay $14 for a roll,、mm. they won't come in to eat lunch, you know?、Right. So it's a problem. It's,、mm. it's like. It's the same balance. Right. Well, I think your concept really reflects a lot of issues surrounding food yes, right yes, now. It's very hard. Very, there's moments that it's very hard, you、mm-hmm. know, and、uh, problems in, uh, in,、uh, in Japan, you know, caused.、Uh, I had a, a, a rise in,、uh, in nori prices, for instance, because、mm-hmm. of, of the back in the, with the earthquake.、Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of manufacturers that. We're right there where the, where the, where the, the nuclear plant. The nuclear,、yeah, right. the nuclear plant. So all the prices jumped.、Mm-hmm. Uh, you, can't, you can't reflect whatever happens over there, over here.、Right. So、uh, it, it all, you know, it's all together. Like it, it,、right. One thing that happens over there you know, happens over here too.、Mm-hmm. And, right. and also, you know, there are different theories. Like it used, used to be like,、um, 
you know, like marathon runners, you have to eat a lot of carbs, which is now contentious. Yeah. And then Atkins diet, is it yeah. good or not? And a bread coffee and, you know, butter coffee. But yeah. It's really... There's so many, there's so many opinions. I, right. think, I think that you should... For me, is I put in my body certain things. If they make me feel good, I know that they're good for me. If mm. they make me feel bad, I know that they're bad for me. Interesting. Well, I, I, as soon as I eat meat, I, 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 if when I used to, mm. I used to go to sleep right away. Right. That that's that made me understand that you know this mm. is not. This Which is not the thing remind for me. me of that you know that there's an, a research that the group of kids just live in the room mm-hmm. with variety of food. Yep. Vegetables, spinach to sugary cake. Uh-huh. And then in a couple of days, kids pick whatever yeah. they want to eat. Not always going for a sweet or fatty, unhealthy food because their body wants some yeah. good vegetables. Yeah. So as far as we are more conscious of what we want to eat, yeah. you know, listening to our body. Yeah. I've, I've always, I mean, my, my wife always laughs at me, but I've always, even before... I became vegan. I've always, I couldn't eat dinner if there wasn't something green that I could eat mm. with it. I, I couldn't. I mean, it's not a, I don't think it's a habit. I think it's something that my body was asking for it more mm. than anything. It doesn't matter if I was vegetarian, not vegan. Mm. It's still always, you know, it needed that. Right. I don't know. Mm. And depending on the day, you feel like eating different things. That's oh, yeah. Oh, the reflection. Yeah. The weather, the day. Right. <laughs> it all depends. Always. <laughs> right. So, speaking of that, so who, uh, who are your customers? Uh, who are my customers? Uh, most of them are regulars. Mm. And you'll be surprised. Like I said, 60% are not vegetarian. A lot of them come back two, three, four times a week, mm. which is very important. In this uh, in this business, um, and I I based myself now in Midtown more than ever. Uh, we get a lot of tourists in Chelsea Market, mm. uh, but in Midtown is where we do the bulk of our business in Thirty Seventh Street and Fifty Sixth Street. I was just today at Fifty Sixth Street. Uh, summertime is our our high season, mm. even though for a lot of restaurants is the is their low season. For us, it's like when when we work the most. It's like a madhouse. Mm. So, uh, so summertime, uh, and I would say eighty percent women, mm. something like that. Uh, I think women are more conscious of their health uh, than men. It's a beach season. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think that women in general are more conscious of their health mm. than, than men. Interesting, uh, right? No, it is. But it's I, I, from what I see, from what my customer, from what I see in the restaurant. Uh, and for what I've learned from them, because I've learned so much from my customers, mm. I I changed my lifestyle because of them. Right. Yeah. So I think that uh, that I, I I don't think so. I know that women are more conscious about their health mm. than men. Well, it's it's really interesting that like one of the reasons your place is so popular. I thought you know the health food is sushi, yeah. and the Japanese food is booming. Probably because it's healthy. Yeah. And uh, like, you know, men tend to go to steakhouse because yeah. men's culture is like yeah. you have to be really powerfully being able yeah. to eat yeah. good food. I'm and strong. <laughs> right? So I promise you, I'm strong. Yeah. I but, don't need me. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm that's okay. Uh, I, I mean, I work, I've worked five years straight, like 18 hours a day. I'm okay. You, mm, know? you have a lot of energy. Yes. So. Yeah, it's, it's okay. I mean, you, you as, 
I don't think that uh, it's not. I don't think I know mm. that I don't need the I don't need the animal product. I don't need the meat. Mm. It doesn't make me stronger. That's very interesting, yeah. right? Because I think people tend to think vegetarian is like very. It's almost like religious thing. No. Like you know, it's like no. a side. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, go ask any of my employees who, who, uh, who is like the mm. the one that can carry. Yeah, like, I work. I, I mean, I, I I'm there. I know. Uh, it's not a. I don't think it's a lot to do. I mean, it is, and it's mm-hmm. not. But I don't need. I'm a proof that you don't mm-hmm. need that. You know. Right, and I, I think uh, you really came into this business at the right time because people started to eat more vegetables yeah. as a regular, you know, gourmet. It's funny, I didn't think about it. It was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Just happened. You know? Well, that's uh, your yeah, luck. That's my luck. Yeah. So now the green market provides yeah. more interesting. Yeah. Good vegetables, yeah, and everything coming to move towards vegetarian. I think that it's it's all because people demand it. Mm. The industry changes according to what people demand. It's mm. not it's nothing to do with the industry. The industry just follows the demand and the markets and and everybody around it. I mean, you can see companies that have been in business for many years and now converting and converting and converting converting according to the demand. Uh, it's just gotta you just gotta open your eyes and make sure that you're not uh, even though a lot of things are labeled green today and are done green they're not really so you just mm-hmm. gotta open your eyes and make sure that you're mm-hmm. eating because ve- vegan food is not necessarily if you eat vegan doesn't mean that you're eating good it all depends also what you eat mm-hmm. I mean there's a lot of vegan restaurants in the city uh, that you'll go to and I'm not here to name names that the amount of grease and the amount of, uh, of fried food and the amount of carbs that you're eating while you're eating them mm. is, is, is not good for you. And this is something that we, we are unique about. We're not offering that. We're offering uh, vegan, but it's also healthy, mm. you know, with a balance. And, right. that, and that's the difference. Mm. Right. And uh, so your customers... Yeah. I mean, majority non-vegetarian people. Mm-hmm. So are they, I mean, any age group, gender? I mean, yeah, uh, we have, uh, it's normally younger, mm-hmm. younger, uh, younger age group, millennials. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a lot of tourists that come. We, we're very big on social media and very big on, uh, on the review websites. So we get great reviews mm-hmm. thanks to our customers. And to the great team that I have, we have 65 employees now, which mm. run this whole big operation. Wow. Yeah, it's a big one. Uh, and they're all great. Uh, but our customers uh, are from all over. A lot of people from Japan. You'll be surprised. Mm. I've done many, uh, many interviews and uh, mm. shows, even for the... For middle school in Japan, I did a whole video for their school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> we were on their airline and all this mm. other stuff. Well, it's really interesting that, you know, hopefully, maybe you can just open a brunch in Japan. And Eventually. It's, it's interesting <laughs> that sushi. Yeah. You really named it properly, like, again, Beyond Sushi. Because sushi is the concept yeah. to have the very versatile. I'm creating words. It's versatile. And... Uh, you know, you can't use any kind of ingredients. Basically, I mean, right. it's just, uh, like I said, it's just a vessel. 
So right. it just carries whatever you put inside, mm -hmm. and it packaged perfect. Right. It, it doesn't have to be with fish; can be anything. It, it, it does not. And uh, people say, "Oh, they come in, and you can tell everybody else that 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 question me all the time. Oh, this is not sushi. Sushi is vinegared rice, according to mm -hmm. uh, uh, the description that I found on uh, on the in the dictionary. So mm -hmm. it's vinegared rice, and that's what it is. Uh, all the rest is." Up for the imagination mm. more than anything. Right. I think so. Mm. So, based on what you see among your customers, or in your, your new mind, uh, what, how do you predict the future of this vegetarian diet? I mean, it's all going to grow. It's only going to grow. Uh, there is no other way because the, uh, I think that the planet cannot support mm. uh, any other way. Right. So uh, it's only going in this direction. Whether we want it or we don't want it or we agree with it or we don't agree with it, uh, we got to the point that we are trying to uh, push the limits on it because mm -hmm. we can see the effects of it already. We can see, uh, even though our president thinks that the world is not warming up, it is. Mm. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> uh, so... We can see the effects of it. It's not going anywhere else. It's just going in this direction. And uh, whether beyond sushi or not beyond sushi, or it doesn't matter. I'm not even, you know, looking at this. In general, it's, mm. it's going in that direction. Right. Yeah, I really appreciate because I'm really into this vegetarian, you know, nutritionally. Yes. How much it's effective. I started to read a lot of stuff. So. Okay. Yeah. So. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. Now, hopefully, you can come visit us. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> um, so, what's your plan? Uh, for the future? Nothing is certain. Nothing is certain. But the plan is that we expand. Next year, we're looking at three more mm. in Manhattan. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, the year after, uh, we're still in discussion of how it's going to be. But for next year, we're planning for three more. We're going to expand uh, for sure. I think that there is a lot more room for it. Mm. I get a lot of requests all over the country. I've never, I haven't had uh, the time to really think about where next or how next or where to go and what to do with it. Mm. Um, it's just a matter of time. I really love the concept. I really love what I do. So it's very hard for me to think that I'm not going to be around it somewhere mm. in Miami or in California or right. wherever. Uh, oh, we'll see. I mean, mm. for now, it's three more next year and maybe three the year after. Right. Yeah, we just laid out the grounds for it. So before, we didn't even have the ability to do that mm. before we opened this one. Now we have the grounds and we're ready to ready to expand. We built a company, basically. Mm. So that's it's why we amazing. took a break. Well, we took a break. We didn't open... The last one I opened before 37 was in 2014. Mm -hmm. So I took a break just to, uh, just, to, uh, just to get everything ready. Right. So, wow, that's amazing. When you came here, you would never imagined you create a little empire of vegetarian sushi. So. No, I, <laughs> I had no clue. Mm, okay. I had no clue even in three months before I opened it. <laughs> I had a vision, but I had no clue that it's going to happen. Mm. It all, it all starts with a vision and drive. That's what I think. Right. Well, your good energy coming out of this vegetarian food, so. <laughs> yeah, thank right. God. I mean, it's, it's either that or I'm homeless. <laughs> <laughs> but 
So congratulations and uh, good luck. Thank you very much. And thank you for joining us today, Guy. Sure, thank you. So listeners, if you'd like to know more about Guy's amazing job, uh, please go to beyondsushinyc.com. And uh, if you have any questions or comments about the show or suggestions for guests or topics of the show, please uh, contact us at japaneeds at heritageradionetwork.org or kikokatema.com. And Japanese is live at 3 p.m. on Mondays and always available at heritageradionetwork.org, iTunes, and Stitcher podcast. And today's show was made possible by Worldwide Soba. And our engineer is Mike Oldmark. And see you, thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.